now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Now we are. To secret oaths mm-hmm. and to secret proceedings. Now we are. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy mm-hmm. that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. Has Trump gone too far? It was 1776. Mm-hmm. What do you think? When the founders signed the writ of independence from the Brits, it was revolution. Now an enemy from Turn it up. Would enslave us all again and deprive us that of the rights in the yeah. Constitution. Restore the Republic. Wake up, it's time to understand. Restore the Republic. We're losing our freedom in the land. Maybe faster than you think. Mm-hmm. Working from behind the scenes, controlling everything. From the daily news we read to, to the, the politicians. politicians. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they're pulling our financial strings. You think? More powerful than kings. It's a central bank elite bringing our destruction. Mm-hmm. Restore the republic. Wake up, it's time to make a stand. Restore the republic. We are the people and we can. Restore the republic. Pledge our allegiance to the flag. We gotta take the freedom back America, our eyes It's time to open up our eyes And march back down the road to freedom That's right, people, we need to walk down the road to freedom Yeah, you think? So we the people must defeat them That's what I say, we have to defeat them people Restore the Republic Air guitar. I think you could do it better. <laughs> That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Printing money till we choke, shoving taxes down our throats. Bailing out banks we don't even owe, it's a ruination. They're invading our privacy with high technology. Microchip in our ID, it's abomination. Restore the Republic. Wake up, it's time to make a stand. Restore the Republic. Spread the news across the land. Restore the Republic. Pledge our allegiance to the flag. Restore the Republic It's time to take our freedom back It's time to take our freedom back It's time to take our freedom back (sighs) 
Alright. So that was the call Take Our Freedom Back by Band of Patriots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Over on YouTube, Eric is saying, Our freedom is lost. Just so you know. Well, you know. Alright. Hello, everybody. So, here's, you know, I gotta share with you, first of all, Thank you for tuning in while you can. Appreciate it. I have literally been, a, been like, do I look rested? Because I've been sleeping most of the week. Because I had a cold most of the week. Except for, like, the last couple of days where I had, I'm debating if it's allergies. Or a cold. I don't really know. But. Or COVID-19. It's not COVID-19. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so tonight what we're going to do, uh, Randall and I sat through the press conference where the President Trump declared a national emergency and had a whole bunch of people standing behind him. And then we, we sat through that whole thing, plus all the questions from the media. Um, I'm just going to be honest. This was literally the very first press conference, I think, that I have ever sat through of this president, honestly. And the reason I did in part was, well, number one, I'm, you know, still recovering from my cold. But number two, you know, this week as I've been sick, I've been on my local Facebook groups. I've been on social media. I've been, I mean, I don't watch regular TV, but I've been watching all of this stuff like happen. And I'm like going what the heck is wrong with people? I mean, if we're so easily led astray by this, dang, it's going to be really easy for the Antichrist to control the whole world. Just saying, people. So what we're going to do is we're going to, Randall and I are going to talk about the press conference. We're going to share with you our opinion for what it's worth, you know, that and you know, maybe a couple bucks will buy you a cup of coffee <laughs> if you could go somewhere and actually get it. Um, but, you know, you guys know that I'm a straight shooter. We try and look at the news from a biblical worldview, you know, and from, you know, my understanding of scripture, Bible prophecy and stuff. Um, we're not alarmists, but we're also not like, you know, I, I don't drink the Kool-Aid of the media. I don't care what media it is. I look at like lots of stuff. I like to look at the source. That's why I actually watched watched it. Did not listen to any commentary from anybody else after the president did his press conference. Um, you know, cuz usually that's what they do. Hey, let's look at the press conference and then we'll listen to Fox News and CNN and C-SPAN and everywhere else and their grandmother give your opinion on what was just said. It's like, I just heard what was just said. You don't have to tell me what was just said, people. But what I do find interesting is what's not being said. And years ago when I was teaching a ladies' Bible study, the question that I would pose to my, 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 my girls was, you got to ask yourself why the media focuses on what they focus on. So the question is, why this? Why now? What are they not telling us? Okay? Because this is where I'm coming from. 
Uh, earlier, I sent out a tweet that, that well, let me see if I can pull it up so I can pull it myself because a couple of you shot back and you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, you guys, look, I heard what you said. So this is what I, I tweeted earlier today on my text message list. So if you happen to be on that, um, I will explain myself because I had a lot of you get like, what are you talking? Okay, anyway. So this is what I tweeted. President Trump is about to do a news conference announcing a national emergency because of the non-existent coronavirus. Are you going to watch? Okay, so I use the term non-existent coronavirus. What I should have said, what I meant was the non-existent emergency tied to the coronavirus. Uh, the way, way, way blown over the top mass hysteria because of the coronavirus um the ridiculousness that's honestly happening because of this this thing okay in in all my life which has not been a long life i'm only 51 i have i'm in let's see in 20 years okay being online 16 doing media i have never seen this type of thing happen with the exception of one thing you're gonna laugh when i say it but I'm going to say it. Randall doesn't even know what I'm going to say. Beanie Babies? Obama. When President Obama, when Senator Barack Obama came on the scene, Mm -mm -mm. the media, nobody knew who this guy was. Nobody. Nobody, I mean. Just a few people in Chicago knew who he was. And the media whipped him up, and next thing you know, he's our president for eight years, Okay. And he had the most interesting inauguration ever. Still, I still think it's interesting. Where's his birth certificate? All that stuff. Anyway, we won't even go there. We all live through it, right? Okay. The next mass hysteria that I saw things happen with in a different way was uh, 9-11. Okay. Now, 9-11, and in my mind, I've been kind of thinking back to 9-11. That was, what, 19, 19 years ago, right? So it was 2001. So on 9-11, we saw the images that were portrayed to us in the media. We know the towers were hit. It was Islamic terrorism, you know, came. And George W. Bush came out with the bullhorn, you know, and and basically declared he was going to sign the Patriot Act. Excuse me. Which which essentially took our rights away. That wasn't his declaration. Well, it wasn't with that, but but it was eventually. Oh, certainly. It It was the catalyst for it. So... W uh, had Christian media like Janet Parshall touting, oh, that's so great, the, the Patriot Act, they're signing this, blah, 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 et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you actually read the Patriot Act, then you know that they basically took your rights away, a lot of them. But the guys was, we need this, that way this agency over here can communicate with this agency over here without having to go through red tape and blah, 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 blah. <coughs> And I knew this was going to happen. Tell that to Philip Haney. <coughs> right. So now, here we are in 2020. And I've been talking about this for the last couple of years. That the Islamic terrorists at hand, okay, want to overtake America by 2020. Now, people like Alex Jones and others who've been um, censored, let's just use that word, in the media, kind of the... That painted as fringe characters, 
you know, and all this stuff. And maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they are, maybe they're not, whatever. When you begin to take away people's free speech and you're censoring them, then, you know, there's tyranny afoot, right? Okay. So getting back to this coronavirus thing. So tonight I get a phone call. I still have it on my phone. I get a phone call from my dad's assisted living telling me I cannot go see him now. It's on lockdown. Now, what I can tell you, hold on just a second here. What I can tell you is that my dad's 91. He's in good health. I mean, he's got a good immune system. He's got dementia and Parkinson's. He's not, I mean, he hasn't been sick in practically the whole time I've known him the last five years. But he is of the aging population and, you know, and all that. So I totally understand why they are locking the facility down that he's in. and, And I'm not okay with it, to be honest. I'm irritated by it. Because I think that they should let people in to see and visit if they're not sick. I mean, they should let somebody in if they're not sick. But they're like, nope, you can't come in. Unless your dad's dying and on his deathbed, you can't come to see him. And I'm like, great. This is really good. So my dad hasn't seen me in a week because I've been sick. But now it could be a month, right? Because we don't know what the idiots in charge are going to do. And I mean that in the most respectful way possible. Or it could be until mid-November. right so then here's the other thing so then i'm like oh this is super great i am actually gonna get to go play pickleball tomorrow i'm so excited i i go to my local facebook group i'm like hey everybody i'm looking forward to seeing you all tomorrow You, you know can you confirm we can play they canceled pickleball now that is where i draw the line people i mean it's bad enough they're taking people out of school when they don't have to And it's bad enough that people are, there's a run on toilet paper. (laughs) There's so many puns I could do there, right there. (laughs) Like if you have the runs, you know, stuff like that. Anyway, there's so many bad jokes I could tell. And somebody's got to, but whatever. But touching pickleball, I mean, seriously. Look. The best way to build your your immune system, in my opinion, and I'm not a doctor and I have some friends who are in here, is to get as many germs on you as possible and spread them around until your immune system resists them all. I mean, not to like sanitize yourself to death, literally. (coughs) So I just think, I think the whole world has gone nuts. And I also think that it's, it's planned chaos. And I do think that there is evil afoot. Now, okay, Randall, bareface, and I sat for what? Okay, the the press conference was supposed to start at 3, (coughs) 3 Eastern, right? And then... It was closer to 3.30 by the time it started. Yeah, it was like 2.30 when it started here. (coughs) Excuse me. Dang it, I knew this was going to happen. Um... And no, it's it's just a stupid tickle on my throat. And it lasted, what, an hour? A little over an hour, right? Yeah. <coughs> I don't have it. Okay. <sighs> so, um, okay. So this is what I heard at the press conference. And Randall was sitting next to me on the couch. 
He probably shouldn't have sat next to me. I'm feeling fine, people. <laughs> Just like Trump is. Mm. I, how, how dare you? How dare you? Okay, anyway. So, he gets up there and he announces that we're under national emergency. Right. Okay. I'm trying to get my notes here off my phone, so I'm not going to be able to see Periscope for a minute. <clears throat> right, um, yeah, I'm trying to hag grolled over on Twitch so she might have coronavirus. Like, be careful. Yeah, I'm so, I'm, I'm so worried. Okay, so, so he talks about Dr. Deborah Burks, who was there. He brings up LabCorp, Quest, Google having 1,700 um, <coughs> engineers working on this. He talks about telehealth, which maybe I should get involved in. Just kidding. Um, he also talked about Walmart, Walgreens, Target, Quest Diagnostics, um, and what was the other one? And And some other stuff. So anyway... So, and then they talk about how the big corporations have to come in basically to work with the government in order to like stave off this whole thing because the whole world is going to end. All right. So here's, I'm going to go back to Periscope. So, <clears throat> and the reasoning is, right? The reasoning is, okay, we need to put these things in place. We're going to have mobile places that you can go and you can get your nose swabbed and, um, <clears throat> then the turnaround will be in a 24-hour period. Right now, you got to wait too long, which is why we need to go ahead and do this. Walmart's going to donate part of his parking lot um, everywhere. <coughs> <clears throat> this is really not fun for me. And the irony <laughs> of it. Yes. <laughs> it's not it's a great allergies. Presentation. I've had allergies for years, and that's what this is. It's the post-nasal drip in my throat, tickling my throat. <clears throat> but anyway, so their reasoning is, oh, we have we're putting this all, we're protecting the whole world, we're we're doing all this other stuff. But Randall and I were talking, <clears throat> and here's why this all bothers me. Because <laughs> tell us, Stacey. Tell us, Stacey. <laughs> it bothers me. Because you got all these people dying of the actual flu yeah. and, and other respiratory issues, which are way more serious than this COVID-19 thing. And yet the whole world is freaking out because of this thing. And people are buying toilet paper and they're buying Rice hand, and beans. hand sanitizer. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jennifer, my friend, my friend, Jennifer, my realtor friend, she posted a picture of a lone uh, can of basil soup. And she said, I know how you feel not to be picked. <laughs> and everything else around there is like empty. I'm like, I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> it is so asinine. And yet, I have to tell you, from a biblical perspective and a perspective that Randall and I were talking about, I find it very interesting. Yeah. Because for years, um, you know, people like Alex Jones and, you know, and stuff have been saying, well, you know, there's going to be martial law. There's going to do this. They're going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Well, really, I mean, if, if you guys really stop and think about what they just did, 
They declared a national emergency for a non-emergency, okay? But they packaged it in a way to make us all feel comfortable. <laughs> We're doing this for your benefit because even Trump, he was going back and forth. Well, you know, this isn't going to happen. Oh, yeah, it could happen in the future. And me and Randall are looking at each other. Well, what is it? What do you know that we don't know? <clears throat> And then when the reporter tried to peg Trump on, well, you've been exposed. How come you're not in self-quarantine? You know, he came back, well, I'm fine. <laughs> well, how do you know you're fine? You should be in quarantine. What about that picture with Have that guy? <laughs> yeah, now it's being reported I've been, his wife is in quarantine. So, <clears throat> I mean, I understand. This is a fast-spreading disease <clears throat> with about a 7% fatality rate overall. Yeah. Um, but indeed, um, <clears throat> there are other diseases that claim far many more lives. Influenza A, for example. And yeah, that's, that's serious, but I don't recall anybody, I don't recall a national state of emergency being declared. Well, I don't recall people, you know, rushing, you know, to to get their supplies. Well, probably because you know they're thinking, oh, we're going to be all quarantined and. <clears throat> shut but our here's houses. the thing, okay. I want to go back to Eric over there. I saw Eric yeah. and Carol. You guys look, and everybody here on wherever you're at, look. You know, I told Randall, I said, you know, I sat through the whole thing and we didn't say a word to each other until it was pretty much done. I said, you know who bothers me the most about this whole thing? It's that woman uh, who the first thing she got up and she said was, I was part of the AIDS uh, research thing and I was there working the whole thing when when the AIDS break broke out, right, in the 80s. Now, And why is that concerning? Well, it's concerning to me. I'll tell you why it's concerning. <clears throat> and most people don't know this. And some of you are going to go, oh, you're out of your crazy mind, woman, for sure, once you hear what I'm about to tell you. But <clears throat> many years ago, there was a doctor named Dr. Stan Monteith. You can look him up. Dr. Stan Monteith. M-O-N-T-E-I-T-H. <clears throat> okay? Radio Liberty, I think, was his, his program. Dr. Stan Monteith was an awesome broadcaster and a godly man. He ended up, he was a medical doctor. He wasn't, you know, a psychologist or whatever. He was actually a, a medical doctor. He stepped out <clears throat> of his field of medicine after he started doing some research on different things that were being reported. And he didn't understand why certain things were going on when he had privileged info about other stuff. Well, Dr. Stan Monteith uncovered how the AIDS virus was introduced into the population in San Francisco directly into the homosexual population. So AIDS, which was originally called GRID, Gay-Related Immune Deficiency Syndrome, that was the first name, okay? And David Kupelian documents this in his book, The Marketing of Evil, okay? You can go look it up. The reason GRID was renamed was because the gay activist community didn't want acquired immune deficiency syndrome. They didn't want GRID associated with gays solely. So they renamed it to AIDS, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Okay. 
Well, Stan Monteith, Dr. Stan Monteith, uncovered the actual medical document that actually proved this was created and specifically targeted to the gay population, okay? I have that document somewhere in my computer, and you could probably find it still online somewhere. I've read this document. Dr. Stan Monteith was a hero of liberty. Okay, so here's the thing, though. If you recall, way back in the 80s, <clears throat> when AIDS came out as the pandemic that it was back then, everybody was freaking out. Oh, you know, they sold the narrative and people like Oprah Winfrey went on and said 10% of the population is gay, which was a lie. That was a Kinsey number, uh, Kinsey the pervert, by the way. Okay. It, it was a flat out lie. Oprah didn't do her research. She just jumped on the band gate. She just jumped on the, 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 um, bandwagon <clears throat> and all this. Okay. So here's, here's the thing though. So they introduced it into the homosexual population because frankly, they wanted to kill the homosexual population. I mean, that's why, <clears throat> because you gotta understand in the sixties and prior, even in the seventies, homosexuality was looked down on as an aberrant, abnormal, deviant behavior, just like the homosexuals as people were. So they didn't give a crap. They wanted to wipe out that population. That's why they introduced it to that population because they figured that that's the population they wanted to wipe out, right? So <clears throat> then, then what happened was we watched the media start to prop up and show homosexuals, right? Oh my gosh, this is who they are. These are people. Look at that. They're all dying. How dare they? You know, AIDS is wiping out the gay population. So it became this big marketing thing. And then in the 1990s, Kirk and Madsen, they wrote the book that I've done a 10-part series or whatever it is here on my YouTube channel called The Marketing of Homosexuality to America. Because people were afraid to be around gay people because of AIDS, because they were afraid they were going to get it. I actually have a girlfriend at that time who was a nurse who freaked out because she got pricked with blood that was tainted with HIV. Okay. So what I'm telling you is the government planned the HIV. They put it into the gay population and then they created the hysteria in the media that we all saw. It, and, and all you have to do is go back and just think about what you've been taught and told, okay? That's what they did with HIV. That woman that spoke today with Donald Trump was there. She's, that was the first thing that she said. Why? I, think about it. Why do you think that she said what she said? Why do you think she brought that up, people? She didn't have to mention that she was part of the AIDS thing when that came out. Why, why do you think she said that? Think about it. Because now all these years later, homosexuality is a protected population and she did great work protecting that population. So now there's this tie-in, okay? So we're going to be taking your freedom away, basically. But and, and here's how we're doing it. Under the guise of pretending we're protecting you, this is what we do with the HIV. Now this is where we're going to go with COVID, Randall. Well, um, that... that viruses are manufactured that's right that's not that's not a that's not a just crazy idea <clears throat> it's true and i don't know whether covid19 or the novel coronavirus 2019 is one of those but they are um 
they are sequenced, you know, I would not really DNA, there are RNA sequenced. Um, uh, for example, um, well, I was going to look at this. Maybe I'll use that one instead, take that off. <laughs> but um, you can't read this, it's really small. But, um, while you're doing that, I'm gonna go get a Kleenex. All right, <laughs> I should have had one already. Oh, wait, here's anyway. Um, my are... this is a patent, uh, that was applied for in April of 2004, and uh, there's related patent documents going back to April 10th, 2003. Uh, but this patent application is for uh, severe, severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus. And what it says, the abstract says, an outbreak of virulent respiratory virus known as severe acute respiratory syndrome, or SARS, was identified in Hong Kong, China, and a growing number of countries around the world in 2003. This invention relates to nucleic acids and proteins from the SARS coronavirus. These nucleic acids and proteins can be used in preparation and manufacture of vaccine formulations, diagnostic reagents, kits, etc. The invention also provides methods of treating SARS by administering small molecule antiviral compounds, as well as methods of identifying potent small molecules for the treatment of SARS. So... You know, what we have here is um, uh, a patent for, well, for nucleic acids and proteins. Uh, well, nucleic acids, you're probably familiar with do, uh, uh, deoxyribonucleic acid, DNA. And many viruses have RNA, uh, ribonucleic acid. It's not doesn't have the double helix. So when they're talking about the invention of nucleic acids, they're basically talking about uh, sequencing of RNA uh, to make vaccines and things like that. So, so yeah, basically manufacturing a virus in a lab. That's not that's not an unknown thing. It's well well documented. Do people do it for nefarious purposes? Um, well, I'll leave that up to you. Can it be done? Yes, it's 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 well known and well documented that um, RNA is sequenced in in laboratories. Okay, all right. Now, those of you who are you know, some of you mentioned that you don't know about Doctor Stan Monteith. Okay, <clears throat> if you go to Amazon, look up the title of the book here. It's it's called AIDS: The Unnecessary Epidemic. America Under Siege by Dr. Stan, Stan Monteith. Okay. So it's still available? It's still available for $5.48. Wow. But you could also get it online. If you look long enough, I'm sure you can find the PDF because that's what I found. Um, but <clears throat> I'm trying to see if it gives the <coughs> people... Yeah, this was this this book was written in 1991. The first edition of it was. So, but anyway, I'm giving you a resource that you might not know about. I find it interesting that the same doctor that worked with that is doing the background for Trump. Okay, so Randall, are you going to bring that up now? 
I was thinking about it. Okay. So Randall's going to show you now the the actual map of what's going on here. So <clears throat> as of as of right now, the total confirmed deaths of COVID is 144,863 worldwide in America. I can't see. No, that's that's the for confirmed cases. Okay, okay those Dace are is, confirmed cases. Is, okay. It's 5,398. Okay. So. So about fifty four hundred, and then what's it? What is it in America? How many cases? Yeah, how many cases? And then we'll look at the deaths. Uh, two thousand twenty eight. Last updated at seven fifty three p.m. Central. Okay, <clears throat> so two thousand twenty eight, and how many? How many deaths have happened as a result of this? Um. That's uh, recovered. Um, deaths. Well, we can just. Click on. <coughs> Let me do that. Well, it's specifically in Washington. Um, can we just do the whole? Hey, Barb. U.S. By the way, JDF is uh, saying yes. Fight COVID nineteen with natural oils. Try a shield from Spark Naturals. Save ten percent with the coupon code John three sixteen. That's right, people. Use your essential oil. That's what I've been doing, actually. Um, Okay, I guess it's that. It's just the only deaths have been in Washington yeah, State, yeah. which I, is 37. And most of those were in a retirement, like, assisted living type nursing home, which is my understanding. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Okay. So. Yeah, 37. Of the 560 people that contracted that state, uh, yeah, 37 died. One is recovered. There's 530 active cases. But if you look at the recovery rate compared to the death rate in all the world. Yeah. The recovery rate is 70,249 people compared to 5,398 who've died. Right? I mean, it's still not a pretty picture. Okay, but if you were to compare these to actual flu, these are are minuscule numbers, okay? Okay. And and it and it's uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. my thing is I understand why they're doing what they're doing and I hear what they say they're doing. My point is I think there's something more nefarious underneath it that they're not yeah. talking about. How many of you how many of you remember the uh hysteria over the Ebola outbreak? Mm-hmm. When when people were just rushing Walmart to get toilet paper and and food and the and the traffic jams and the quarantines with the Ebola outbreak, well, but it, it didn't it didn't happen. There weren't as many cases, but this this article from I forget what year this is. I think it was like um, two thousand six or something like that from ABC News. I mean, this was this was in the news then. You know, the deadly Ebola virus has arrived in the United States with the first diagnosis on American soil this week, bringing national attention back to the outbreak that has ravaged West Africa. Uh, the A is missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, considering what the disease was, you know, Ebola has killed 3,338 people and infected 3,840 others since the outbreak began in March. And when was this? Um, 
doesn't give a date here in the article. Anyway, um, yeah, um, uh, in this outbreak alone, more than 100 health workers have been infected, and at least 50 of them have died, according to World Health Organization. Um, you know, until this outbreak, approximately 2,306 people. 61 people have been infected since the disease was identified in 1976. More than 1,048 of those infected died from it. Um, so, anyway, with a, yeah, a fatality rate that can reach approximately between 50 to 90%, there is no cure. They were talking about, uh, they thought it was going to, yeah, the CDC warned that the outbreak could reach 1.4 million cases by the end of January without proper intervention. I mean, this was, this is, you know, a, this Ebola is a disease that there's no cure and 50% above fatality rate and not pleasant. It's not, it's not, you know. Um, it's not coughing and respiratory, it's hemorrhagic fever, hemorrhagic fever, I can say it, hemorrhagic fever, um, it causes internal and external bleeding, basically liquefies your internal organs, uh, you know, this pretty, it was pretty scary disease, and when the first case, you know, hit, hit the U.S., first confirmed case of Ebola, I remember the news being all over it. Mm-hmm. Was sure. was there a national emergency declared where people, you know, making a rush in all the stores to get toilet paper and hand sanitizer? And- okay, so <clears throat> no, but okay, so here's here's the other thing. Okay, so I brought up the Monteith connection with the AIDS thing and how they did that, right? Okay. Right. Now, how many of you noticed what President Trump said during his thing? And to me, I'm sitting there and I'm like. Did he really just say that? Like, <clears throat> so did you guys notice that all of a sudden, just like midway through this conference, he brings up all of a sudden that he's bought, he's he's bought a ton of oil for us, for America, so that we can stockpile and quote top it off in America. Okay, now I told Randall. <laughs> This was like such a small part of the conversation. I I just don't want you to miss that he was like going, he was bragging about how gas prices are so low. He just topped off this stuff in America and all this. And I'm like, now, first of all, if you guys aren't aware, and most of you probably are, but in case you're not, we already have massive oil reserves in America. Okay. We don't use them. We tend to buy everything from Saudi Arabia and all, all those other guys out there on the in, in there, right? Okay. Yeah, we can get it cheap. We've got but, about a hundred years of right. So, in the midst of this conversation, to power this all nation. of a sudden, Trump is talking about how you know we're going to be stockpiling the oil, and you know that he got it at a great price. Hey, you guys, notice how how low the gas prices are. <laughs> You know, under two bucks. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. All right. So I I found that kind of funny. And I told Randall, I said, you know what that means, right? I mean, what it means, this is my opinion. You can take it for what you want. A lot of you love me and trust me for whatever reason. I don't know. This is my opinion. 
<clears throat> my opinion is there's a war coming, people. There is a big war coming. Well, we already know there's going to be a big, huge war coming. But I think that there is, they know, right? There's, there's going to be a war coming. And now here's the other thing. They talked about the world getting together, the panel, you know, to discuss the national emergency and the worldwide pandemic that, you know, we're all fleeing to the hills for. Um, I just did an interview with Jeff Kinley. <laughs> I believe Bible prophecy is, is being fulfilled. And I, I posted this earlier, you know, on my Facebook page. I kind of hear what way? a trumpet coming. Well, because of this, you know, look, the new world order has to come to play, to power, right? There will be a new world order. I don't care if people think you're a conspiracy Based theorist. Based upon what? Based on the fact that there's going to be an antichrist who's going to take care of the world. Based upon what? Based on the fact that they're trying to control the Based masses. upon what? Based upon, you, what, are you, what are you fishing for? The Bible? <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, that thing. The Bible. But see, there's going to be a new world order, right? And how is that going to happen? Well, I think it's going to happen after the rapture of the church. I don't think they're going to be able to put it into effect until the church is taken out of its place. Okay? And I think that there is a huge overreaction on the part of the governors all over the country, which have clearly gotten orders from the White House to shut everything down. I'm supposed to go to Texas in a few weeks. Literally, literally a few weeks. I'm supposed to be in Texas for a legal shield convention. Right? Right now, as of today, the president of Legal Shield, Jeff Bell, has come out and said they're still gonna have the convention. I just got off a Zoom meeting right prior to this where another guy in Legal Shield said, Did you get the the text message that was just sent saying that you need to look at Alice Engage tomorrow to, to verify? about the thing because apparently texas just said or dallas just said that they won't have any meetings bigger than 500 well you know what's interesting to me is that the legal shield conventions they're expecting a couple thousand and i plan on being there unless they tell me i can't get on the plane which is very possible i suppose but <clears throat> but legal shield is you know they're holding firm <laughs> for now yeah i know irish irish guys could it be and not when know it i that didn't could he be and not when know it that doesn't make sense if bible if people would actually read the bible and not read books by false prophets they would know the truth well yeah i agree with that um so anyway so i think the question was could the antichrist be the antichrist and not know it oh um I don't think so. I think that the Antichrist will know who he is. I don't think they'll know it when they're born, but I think eventually they'll, they'll know. <laughs> anyway, so... But never in the history of America that I've seen have sports complexes, you know, stopped. You know, Spring Hill, where I live, they overreact about everything. Um, they shut down things if two snowflakes come down, so it's like... <laughs> What? You know. Um, but anyway, 
but but never in my life have I seen Disneyland shut down, schools shut down, county shut down, pickleball for crying out loud, who's shut down because of this pandemic that's not really a pandemic it's you know and i'm like okay people and then people go in and buy tons of toilet paper and other stuff it's like you guys are crazy and i have talked to people all over the country this week because i've been laid up here with this allergy cold thing going on <laughs> and pe- people are telling me stuff from all over the country it's happening all over the place so uh randall wants me to remind you I do. Yes, actual snowflakes. (laughs) Okay, Ariel Ministries for the next couple of weeks is still our sponsor of this show. Got to let you know that, um, you know, hey, if you want some good biblical solid teaching, then go to Ariel.org while you still can. Okay, and go there. Order online today. Use the coupon code Bible News and save 20%. Yeah, anyway. Do you think these numbers are putting out there are real or just a scare tactic? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they're real and I think that it's a scare tactic. That's what I think. Yeah, you know, I've been saying, well, not so much lately, but years ago, uh, with the whole... <sighs> adding uh things for to the tsa the travel safety administration i think that's what tsa stands for um a transport safety agency i don't know anymore but you know yeah the ones responsible for security at the airports you know they keep adding stuff that first it's uh, you know first it's take off your shoes and it's take off your belts and then et cetera et cetera all these things to just make you know, going through the security line more and more of a hassle. And it's been my hypothesis that the uh, the design is to make travel difficult and undesirable. Because ultimately, if you can keep people from traveling, from getting outside where they are, then, there's, then it's difficult to confirm anything that's being told to you. And the mainstream media, they can say that this is happening here. They can say that's happening there. And if you're quarantining your house, they can say this is happening down the street. And and you you won't know if you can't see it for yourself. Um, if you've never seen the movie Wag the Dog with uh, Dustin Hoffman, and I can't remember who else was in it, but um, came out of Hollywood. But I, <laughs> I think there's a message there about uh, how media the media can be used to basically snow people and, and, um, you know, without eyewitnesses can say all sorts of things. So Phil just posted in the pickleball group that pickleball is on tomorrow. It's only Zumba and stuff that's been canceled. Well, I'm going to show up. Well, my allergies don't kill me first. Oh. You know what? There's a pandemic of allergies, people. Oh. Yeah, there is, especially when you talk. <sighs> okay, let me read some comments because somebody, a couple people said things. Uh, okay. The Bible says that government will deceive the people, but a lot will be like sheep and keep grazing. 
this is why we have separation of church and state. Religious people can be very stupid. <clears throat> well, Neil, the only place you'll find the separation of church and state is in like communist countries where the government wants to rule the religious people, not in America. Or in a letter written yeah. by Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Well, I am stocking up on ammo and I'm ready. Got a plan at least to have a fighting chance. Um, go for it. I'm with you. Uh, they shouldn't even be going to mass. <laughs> I remember that movie. If it wasn't for airport security, I couldn't afford an x-ray. <laughs> the allergies are really bad. Yes, they are. And you know what? One of my friends at Legal Shield told me today about a product that I ordered. It's a homeopathic product. And you know what? One of the key ingredients in it is red onion, people. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that will help my allergies because that's all it is. Any Anybody that has watched this show for any length of time, you all know that ever since I've been here, I have had these stupid allergies. So, yeah. And for some reason, they act up when I talk a lot. I don't get it. Maybe maybe they don't want me to talk. <laughs> but anyway, back to my point. So, the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So, I am not scared. I am humored, actually, um, by it. I, I feel completely at peace, but I'm puzzled. Um, it, it's, it's not that I'm puzzled that, like, well, what are they going to do to us, right? You know, who cares what they do to us? I mean, we're all going to die anyway. But I'm, I'm, if you've never believed in the sheep herd mentality before, if you've never believed that people can be easily misled manipulated and and all that other stuff then then welcome to the 2020 because <laughs> i think this is the clearest indicator of people being misled deceived hyped up the, the paranoia the fear the trauma all that you know randall and i have had six months of survival food for 10 years just waiting to use it you know <laughs> So, I mean, we bought it, like, before we moved here from California. We still have it. So, like, if if <laughs> we need to, we'll eat it, you know. But, it, you know, I told Randall, I said, I think this is a big evidence of the mass <clears throat> delusion, the great deception of people, um, because they they so readily believe everything that they're being told in the media. And that concerns me as a as a person it concerns me it shows you that even people that you would think would know better get sucked into it and people always well you don't watch tv i'm like no i don't watch tv i read stuff you know anyway randall yeah um posted over on twitch <laughs> agrold i don't sorry i don't know how to pronounce your uh user name there yeah but um Posted this article over on uh, LiveScience.com. Uh-huh. Or is it LiveScience.com? It's probably live. Yeah. Anyway, um, that is um, this article, How Does the Coronavirus Compare with the Flu? The, or the new coronavirus, because coronavirus is several coronaviri. And there's this new one. This novel means new. Um Anyway, um, kind of what we said, um, that, um, 
So, so far, the coronavirus, I'll make this a little larger. So far, the coronavirus has led to more than 100,000 illnesses and more than 3,000 deaths worldwide, but that's nothing compared to the flu, also called influenza. The U.S. alone, in the U.S. alone, the flu has caused an estimated 34 million illnesses, 350,000 hospitalizations, and 20,000 deaths this season, according to the Center for Disease and Control and Prevention. Says that studied, scientists have studied seasonal flu for decades, so despite the danger of it, we know a lot about flu viruses, or I would say viri, I'm old school, and what to expect each season. In contrast, very little is known about the new coronavirus and the disease it causes, dubbed COVID-19, because it's so new. Uh, this means COVID-19 is something of a wild card in terms of how far it will spread and how many deaths it will cause. And then the quote from Dr. Anthony Fauci, who was on in part of the press conference today, the White House press conference, basically says, hey, there's a certainty with that, and we can pretty much guarantee come March or April the number of flu cases are going to go down. Because that's <laughs> what it does every year. You know, it's a flu season. But with uh, the novel virus, the novel uh, coronavirus 2019, yeah. COVID, COVID-19 is, is okay. a wild card. We don't know. So I have a question then. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> let's think outside the box, right? We got a different box over here. We're going to think outside of it. Sure. So let's just say for sake of argument, okay, Christians, I'm just talking to Christians, nobody else. If you're nobody not else. a Christian, don't listen to this part. Go like this. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Let's just say, okay, we're watching the world freak out, right? Because of this pandemic <laughs> going on, right? Now, I'm not saying it's not serious. Some people can die. Obviously, some people have died. The reaction, though, and what they're doing is absolutely ridiculous. Now, let's say all of a sudden we're given a choice as believers. You know, all of you Christians out there who believe the Bible you know what, you're not going to, we're going to quarantine you to your house until you get rid of your Bible because there might be germs on that that could, if you bring it anywhere in public, it could go ahead and infect somebody. What would you do? Now, if they told you, oh, you can't even have it on your phone because your phone, I'm going to take your phone away from you. What would you do? I, and, and this probably will never happen. It could, but you never know, right? Here's my point. My point is, if people are freaking out over something that they can't even see, when it comes to something very real like our faith, the word of God, our freedom to worship, will the Christians anyway stand up and say, okay, this is ridiculous. We've... This this is where I draw the line with insanity, you know, and and it's a serious question because Christian persecution worldwide is a huge issue, and <clears throat> it's coming to America. It has to. The rise of the Antichrist has to come. Now I do believe the rapture will take place, 
Um, and a lot of you do too. It depends on when, when you believe that's going to take place. I believe it will happen before the Antichrist comes to power. I think if we see the, I think if you see the Antichrist, you miss the rapture. Let's just put it that way. And I say that based on the fact that nothing else needs to be fulfilled biblically for that to take place. And also because if you look at what's going on with Israel, well, there's a temple there getting ready to have somebody sit in it proclaiming he's God who isn't God yet. You know, I mean, all of the pieces are there, you guys. Um, and, you know, we have the rise of false teachers like never before. Uh, Julie Roy's, in fact, I don't know if you guys uh, listen to Julie's podcast, but um, she did a great podcast uh, the other day with Warren Smith from Ministry Watch uh, talking about how even David Jeremiah, who is highly respected, you know, basically committed fraud by buying his way onto the New York Times bestseller list with a lot of his books. And the National Religious Broadcasters, headed up now by Janet Parshall, the chairwoman of NRB, she was just voted in, she actually handed David Jeremiah uh, a big, huge certificate inducting him into the NRB Hall of Fame, which is hard to get into, by the way. You know, and no doubt they're touting it one way, but, you know, David Jeremiah cared about money, people, and status. And there's other big ministries out there. It's the same thing. A lot of these ministries and things have, they, they've been corrupted, right? <clears throat> um, <laughs> anyway, I look at that and I look at all this stuff. And then I look at the, the Bible and what it says about the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And Denise, Denise Velarde, here's over here in my chat, uh, posted something very cool today on Facebook. I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing you, Denise, but Denise was out doing her shopping and witnessing and praying and stuff and, and was trying to calm down a young woman who was upset that she couldn't get something. Why? Because people are panicking, right? And Denise made a point to say, you know what, we have an opportunity as believers to offer hope to people who are all freaking out now about the essentials. Okay, let me just ask you something. Let's just say for sake of argument, you actually ran out of toilet paper, people. Do you not think your neighbor would give you some? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, have you ever heard of a washcloth and a washer and dryer that's in your house, most of you? <laughs> just saying, you can wipe yourself throw it in the laundry and wash it. I mean, hello. It's, it's, there are other ways to, to, I mean, way before toilet paper was in, invented, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, it, it's like that sanity part has lost. <laughs> Some people have lost their minds. So, um, and here's the thing. That's you know proven what? to be most contagious. Is right. The harvest is plentiful life. though, and the laborers are few. And, the Bible says, beseech the Lord of the harvest and go out there and share that hope. Sure, you know, share Jesus because he's the hope. And I believe, and I know a lot of other people believe that there will be a revival in America before this all happens. Um, 
But I don't think we need to be fearful. That's my point. I don't think we need to be fearful, but I think we need to think. What the heck are they trying to do? And why are they doing it now? Well, let's see. I've heard the theory that there is this election coming up and they will do anything to make sure Donald Trump doesn't win again. All right. Well, let's just say for sake of argument, that's why. Okay. Well, did anybody think he was going to win in the first place? Remember how the media thought Hillary Clinton was going to be the president? And remember how all the jaws dropped when it turned out she wasn't? Despite all the voter fraud? Ah, oh, come on, people. There's, there's way... <laughs> there's more important things to worry about. So this one, this is my challenge to you. Hey, tomorrow, if I can, I'm going to go play pickleball. If, they, if that's opened up, I'm going out. I'm going to touch everybody I can. And you know what? I'm going to go hug everybody I can, too. I'm going to hug them. I'm going to hug and touch pretty much everything I possibly can because, you know, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind, people. And we don't have to be afraid, right? But we have to be smart. We got to think about what the heck they're doing and ask yourself why. Obviously, I don't trust the media and you shouldn't either. But, you know, what you can trust is the word of God, which... You know, I guarantee if more people were actually reading and studying the word of God, they wouldn't be as freaked out about this stuff. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not going to detail my route. No, I'm not. But uh, anyway, so you guys have any other comments here? Randall, did you want to say anything else? I mean, you're the pastor in here. I'm not the pastor. I'm the. I'm not a pastor. I don't even play one on TV. I've been a chaplain. It's all for control. The elect want to see what happens. Oh, yeah, Forrest. It's totally... This whole thing is all about control. And who they can control, right? Yeah, maybe even those like Those of a, us that they are not going to be able to control, those are... Then we're the dead ones, really. Maybe even like a, a dry run to... You know, to see what happens. See how, how many people we can command with... Um... Now, do I think it's it's wise to... <laughs> Uh, you know, practice good hygiene, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, is, is the this novel coronavirus 2019 uh, not a fast-spreading contagion? Yes, it is. Is it dangerous? Hard to tell. Um, you know, proportionately to influenza A and B, or, or worse yet, H1N1, you know, the swine flu, uh, doesn't seem to be nearly as... Um, dangerous. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that it isn't a real disease that is, is manufactured. It's just the the disproportionate reaction compared to you know contagions of the past, as was mentioned in that article on Live Science. You know, twenty thousand deaths this season from from the flu. You know, three hundred some thousand cases, and um, and and nobody, you know, we didn't. Yes, we understand it and that kind of thing. We've been studying the flu for years, and yes, we know we kind of path it takes is the flu season, and come come April, May, those cases can die out. Yeah, that kind of thing. But knowing that, or people, or does the general public not know that that flu season? 
during flu season that there's going to be tens of thousands of people that die and there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people that uh, contract it. Do they, do they not know that? Or do people, I mean, people, you know, why don't we, we, why don't we shut down Disneyland, everything like that to stop the spread of the flu? I'm not saying it's not a good idea to quarantine and, you know, limit contact and crowds, but we don't do that currently for something that we know for a fact, even though it has a cycle because we've watched it year after year after year, know that it kills tens of thousands of people every year and yeah i want to read some comments though i just i just just something doesn't jive in my mind so jdf who's been literally with us for at least a decade right jdf (laughs) at least well over Mm -hmm. a decade probably what you've watched us like almost our whole show i think well listened before there was a watching jdf listened to our show way before we were on video Okay, so he said, my employer closed the corporate office today for 14 days minimum while a team disinfects the building. Everyone will work off-site for the rest of the month. My children's schools are closed for the same 14 days until the end of the month. The scare tactics are working. Everyone is freaked out in Florida. I've heard the same thing in Ohio, California, etc. Tomorrow, by the way, before I forget, tomorrow night, my guest is a woman by the name of Gina Paris. Now, I met Gina locally. She happens to be somebody who has overcome anxiety and fear. She's a motivational speaker, a dynamic Christian woman who actually has spoken and um, what was the, the professional baseball team or whatever it was that she was with? Well, just individuals she's Yeah, helped. well, anyway, but so she's going to be professional my Professional athletes As overcome God would have it, I'm having on somebody buddy. who's dealt with anxiety uh pretty severely severely tomorrow night uh we'll probably talk to her about this but um what was the other thing i was gonna say um all of a sudden i'm feeling kind of hungry actually kimberly clark stock is up the (laughs) trump presidency is over the influenza epidemic that swept the world in 1918 killed an estimated 50 million people. Mm-hmm. Conserve one square of tissue at a time. Martel's given us great advice. Yeah, we are. Get a get a bidet, people. <laughs> there'll be a, there'll be a like a thing about that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Ah, that's actually what it was. Now I remember. It took me a minute. Okay. So I got to tell you guys something. Um, And I am not using this as a scare tactic at all. But let me bring this up. You guys, look. So we got all this fear and all this stuff going on. A lot of people are going to be working from home uh, and all this. (laughs) That's very true. You cannot blow your nose with a bidet. Good point. That's what Kleenex is for. Facial tissues. Right. Anyway, which which actually I stocked up on long time ago because I had... Or even paper you know, towels. Um, I don't recommend sandpaper, though. That's no. good. But anyway, Legal Shield. Hey, you guys, look, you know what? I got to tell you, this week I, I am celebrating becoming a director in Legal Shield. And I have to tell you that it's been 21 months that I've been 
uh, with Legal Shield. And I got to give a shout out to my friend Carl Tykrib, who is in Canada, who wrote the book Game of Gods. Him and his wife Leanne are going to be coming on our show in a couple of weeks. It'll be actually in April. Um, I've been trying to get Carl on forever. Um, it's we're going to be doing this early, so mark your calendars. I'll I'll put that date out later. But Carl was the one that put me over the top to make me a director. Okay. So with that said, though, let me tell you. Because of all the stuff happening in our country, there is going to be issues with uh, identity theft. You know, most, most of you guys are already covered with your, your service. But you know what? Fraud is going to become more rampant, especially during, you know, um, horrible things. Uh, charitable solicitation fraud, that's going to that's gonna increase. You're going to watch that. Um and unfortunately, in areas like Nashville, where tornadoes hit, contractor vendor fraud is going to take place. Price gouging is taking place. There's going to be property insurance fraud, forgery, um, you know, stolen personal documents. I'm reading from a list here. <laughs> um, the IRS tax insurance fraud is going to ramp up. It always does around this time of year, right before the IRS takes place. By the way, Trump also mentioned student loans today in his speech. I thought that was interesting. Um, anyway, and all that. So all of these issues are legal issues, right? So I want to encourage you, if you don't yet have Legal Shield and you don't have your will done, because this is, look, the underlying thing under all of this stuff going on is that people are afraid. People are afraid of what? They're they're afraid of dying, people. That's what they're afraid of. Why? Because most people, if they don't have Christ, are afraid of death. So that's why we need to share the gospel first and then get legal protection second. Get your will done. If you don't have your will done yet, you haven't signed up for Legal Shield, it's 25 bucks. That's it. 25 bucks a month, you can get your will done. I really want you to get it done. Get it done. This is a great product. But then you get all these other benefits. And you know what? One of the benefits is, let's say somebody comes to your house one day and they're trying to come into your house and you're like, wait a minute, why do you want to come in here? You know what? With your Legal Shield membership, you tap that app and you have an attorney on the phone. And that officer by law has to stay away. And we'll talk to your attorney. If we're under martial law, what do you think? My point is, is that you should have it. You should have it protect yourself. Also, identity theft, you should just have it protect yourself in general. Because people are, are going nuts. People who don't think, who are out, they're, they're losing their minds. So <clears throat> probably what I'm going to be doing in the next week or so is I'm going to probably be setting up a couple of Zooms during the week. And I'm going to be doing some identity theft presentation. Because I was actually supposed to do two of those this week and I didn't because of this, this cold I had. Um, and I'm just going to invite everybody to it, to come and, and sit in on a zoom so you can see. And then if you want the membership, you can get it. Okay. Um, lawyers are on standby for me actually 24 seven. And that's the truth actually with the legal shield membership. It's true. Um, <clears throat> and I've talked to some of those lawyers who have come and talked to the ladies of justice, which I'm a part of. Um, but anyway, so all that to say, if you haven't got your membership, just get in touch with me. The other thing is, 
uh, Randall and I, we need your donations. So if you have not donated to Bible News Radio yet um, or become a pillar of our community, you can go do that through our website, BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. Now you're like, well, what do you need the money for? Well, our sponsor is ending this month. Um, we need the money coming in now. <laughs> so we need money to pay the internet bill. You know, we need money to, to for our basic expenses, you guys. It's not cheap to do what we do. And we're just broadcasting this, you know, on how many platforms are we on right now, Randall? Uh, like literally only, right now, five? Only five. Okay, five live. And then we put this up on close to 20 podcast platforms afterwards. Yeah. So if you can spare a dime, then feel free to donate through uh, PayPal. If you are on Venmo, you can also donate through Venmo. Um, you know, and a couple of people actually donate through check. So, and I think the address is on my website. So that's it <clears throat> for the toilet paper. Yeah. Actually, no, I will tell you something. Why I personally think this is funny is I take care of my dad. And so months ago, I went and bought a couple of big, huge things of toilet paper from my dad and us at Costco. So, And I just got my order a couple of weeks ago. So I'm good. I'm good to go. <laughs> Literally. And the funny thing is, is I wasn't planning for it. You know, it's just I take care of my dad. So that's how it is. So. Uh, yeah, so there you go. I almost hate to leave because there's people here today. It's like our show is not actually being hidden from everybody and their grandmother for a change. Uh, but, um, but yeah, my, my it's, voice. it's the title that the, uh, <clears throat> the platform powers have approved of and want people <laughs> to see. Yeah. Yeah. I had foreknowledge. <laughs> Well, you know, here's something I should, I hesitate to say this, but I'm going to say it because then it'll give you all an idea, right? Now, this is what I was telling Randall. I said, now, wouldn't it be funny if like people were like so desperate that they ended up going to like the public gas station or a restaurant and they go in and they take the toilet paper from there and they smuggle it out and they bring it home. I mean, <laughs> I miss it's like people are idiots, but you know, they are, and we all are, right? So, <laughs> we've all done some stupid things in our lives, but yeah, there's it's almost like that the, there's a contagion of well, lack of common sense. It's like this, this panic, like I say, Ebola. I mean, the media made a big deal about that. Far more serious, swine flu, that was in the news for months, and that was really, you know, I really had some consequences, and I'm not saying neither of those were serious, serious. it just, I've never seen anything, this public reaction like this. To... But okay, so what about the swiping of the nose, okay? So, a lot of people were freaking out before when we found out that places like Ancestry.com and 23andMe, they're getting your DNA, they're putting you into a thing, they're going to use this for nefarious purposes, right? Okay, so now, let's just say for sake of argument, they're going to swab your nose, they're going to take it out, they're going to get you figured out within a couple of uh, 24 hours, right? That's what the lady said. Yeah. Um, so then what are they going to do? They're going to break families up? You know, they're going to quarantine people? Like, you know, you can't be with me because I have this now or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, like uh, Vic Czar just saying, yeah, swine Hi, flu killed 18,000 people. And right. uh, nothing was closed down. Good grief. Heterochestosterone? Is that really your name? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing at that. I don't know if I should or not, but I did. Uh, the Catholic Church is the only true church. If you are not a Catholic, then convert before it's too late. There is no salvation outside the Holy Catholic Church. Okay, well, I don't agree with you. If you're, Unless if you, you mean, mean the, if you mean the Catholic universal the church, term, like what or, it actually or, means, or the Roman Catholic Church, <clears throat> uh, headed by a pontiff in, yeah, in Italy. Yeah, the Bible says that there's only one name under heaven by where man can be saved. That's the name of Jesus. I believe it's in Acts four twelve, right? I think something like that. So, all right. Yeah, it's so, not in any congregation or denomination, <laughs> but in salvation is available. Right. Vic by, says, getting people by grace alone, through virus, faith alone, and Christ alone. Yet none are getting ready for Jesus. Sad. See, you know yeah. what? I posted that uh, in my daily disciples group the other day, uh, and it's so true. And that's why I was trying to bring it back to that point earlier, is that... You know, as a Christian, if there's if they start saying all this stuff, what are you gonna do? Right? I guarantee you, and this ain't gonna be popular, but I first of all, all you people watching, put a like on our show on YouTube. Thank you very much. Hit like and subscribe. <laughs> but aside from that, I guarantee you people aren't turning to Islam for peace right now. They're looking to people of faith in Christ for the for that answer. That's the fact. I know liberals and Christians or, or conservatives mm -hmm. who are getting questions asked to them. In fact, I had somebody told me right before the show, hey, I'm a liberal. And it's funny to me that some people don't think liberals read the Bible. Well, I know some liberals do read the Bible. And they actually read it the way I read it. So, you know, but anyway. Um. All right, we got two likes. Yeah, you guys. I showed 10 watching, only two of you liked it. What's wrong with you people? Do what I tell you or else. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have so much power. <laughs> I have no power whatsoever. Uh, okay. All right, well, my voice is about... You know, it's gone It's as far as that goes. But yes, the Bible says in Philippians 2 that one day at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hopefully, you know that that's what we stand for. School shut down here in Shreveport for a month. Yep. Here's a stock market tip. Buy Hershey's and buy Zoom stock. So, just saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't don't take financial advice from me. I'm the last person you want to take that from. <laughs> but anyway. All right, Randall. Hey, do you want to pray for everybody bareface before we leave? Because I think people need prayer. You guys need prayer, here. don't you? Right? Why don't we all pray for this whole situation and, um, you know. Certainly. And we'll pray for, you know, 
the world to yeah, let me not lose its mind and bring up some scripture first. Bareface is going to bring up a, a scripture. By the way, Kim wrote on my Facebook, she sent this thing here. Um, getting outdoors is not canceled. Music, not canceled. Family, not canceled. Reading, not canceled. Singing, not canceled. Laughing, not canceled. Hope, not canceled. Let's embrace what we have. Which I say, amen. Oh, and I've been tagged on a timeline. Oh, this is my favorite type of Facebook post. I've been quarantined. Uh, you are quarantined with the first five who show up after you type the at sign. Uh, and apparently I have been hoarding all the TP, according to you. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Anyway, funeral services are canceled for COVID-19 victims here in Ireland. That's horrible. Yeah, that's all right. Ready, Bareface? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Our gracious Heavenly Father, worthy of all glory, honor, power, praise. We're thankful for this day that you've given us the life and breath that we enjoy. We recognize that our very breath is in your hand. We're not subject to a virus or, or any other calamity, or but is appointed unto us once to die, then comes the judgment. And that if not a sparrow falls to the ground apart from your will, uh, certainly uh, our time isn't up until you say that it's up. According to First Timothy one seven, you've not given us or Second Timothy one seven, you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. Uh, help us to depend upon your spirit, not upon our own, uh, Lord, that we might not make any rash decisions or form any rash opinions. Father God, uh, we read in James that if any of us lacks wisdom, then we should ask of you. Uh, who gives to all uh, liberally, or then without uh, upbraiding, as it says uh, in the old King James, that you don't get disgusted if we ask you, ask you for wisdom. But we're uh, admonished to ask in faith, not doubting. That is, let us not come to you with a plan B if we don't get an answer from you uh, right away or the answer that we were wanting. Um, help us to wait upon you. Your word tells us in Isaiah chapter 40 that those who wait on you shall renew their strength. They will rise up with wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Lord, you keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Lord, help us not to be shaken by anything happening on the outside. Lord, if we have placed our trust in you, we shall not be moved. For any of those listening, Lord, who have not placed their faith in you, uh, that do not realize that eternal life is available by your grace, through grace alone, by faith alone, in Christ alone. Um, <clears throat> may they uh, come to that place, call out to you, 
For it tells us whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We pray for those uh, in power, Lord, that they would not um, be moved by the wicked one uh, in their actions, but Lord, they too would seek you for wisdom and uh, be moved uh, by the Holy Spirit on the actions uh, they take. Help us to govern our actions accordingly. Uh, May your peace and wisdom prevail. We ask these things in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. All right, amen. All right. Whoops, I got the wrong thing up there. People are calling in right now and trying to get into our... uh, People are calling in? Because I had the wrong thing up. Oh. Ticker. (laughs) Keep calling information, so... Gotcha. They're like, what the heck? All right, if you want to be on my text message list, text Bible News to 33222. That's that's really where I communicate is on that text message list. So, And don't covet thy neighbor's toilet paper. No worries there. <laughs> Thank you, Vic, for what you just said. Totally appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to say that on air. No, I'm not going to say that. But I will say this. I'll say tomorrow, join us, 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, and as I always say at the end of every show, be bold. Stand up. And go with God, people. Because he loves you. Yeah, he does. And read the Bible. Go read Philippians chapter. Just read the book of Philippians tonight before you go to bed. I'm going to do that. And then uh, you can text me and tell me what you got out of it. Yeah, there you go. That's your homework. Okay, I'll talk to you later.